again is John McElroy. You're the head of marketing, but this is really kind of a PR event, or is it really a marketing event too? How does this play into how you're going to market these vehicles? It's finally an opportunity for us to really begin the dialogue in earnest. So uh, we've been kind of quiet on the on the green front, and here we are in the green mountains, and we're gonna we're here to talk about sort of the value of blue and blue tech. So from a marketing standpoint, from a communication standpoint, I don't really see it as this is press, this is marketing. It's about really starting the dialogue on blue tech in earnest. So that's what we're that's what we're here to do, and ultimately what we've got to try to do. Uh, over the next months leading up to market introduction is, is really kind of convince consumers that uh, that blue is the new green. Blue tech sounds very technical. I got to believe marketing technical is difficult. How are you going to get this message out? Uh, you got to keep it simple. Absolutely. A technical story, uh, if you try to tell it, it starts to go over people's heads. That's going to be one of the challenges with blue tech is how do we distill the value of the blue tech system into clearly understandable consumer sound bites about, about fuel efficiency, about re reduced CO2 emissions, about reduced, uh, 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 reduced um, NOx emissions. So, so ultimately, we got to keep it simple and translate it into consumer benefits because that's what people want to hear. As you well know, the price of diesel in this country has gone substantially above that of gasoline. Is that a concern for your customers or are they at an economic level where it's not really going to make any difference to them? The increase in, in diesel prices, in, in, increase in gasoline prices in general are a concern and, and for anyone to say it's not affecting our, our consumers, I think that's a, a complete misnomer. It affects them less because they live less um, on a sort of the month-to-month -month paycheck, but it does have an impact. Uh, probably more than anything else, it's got a psychological impact that the pain at the pump is, is really a literal term these days. And once you start to hit that 80 to $100 bar uh, fill up at, at the gas tank, that starts to become sort of a psychological barrier. So it's not just about diesel pricing, it's about gasoline pricing in general. Uh, we, st we realize that it's gonna have an impact. I mean, it's, it's like marketing into a, into a light headwind as opposed to having the wind at our back. Uh, but the story is still very sound. So reduced CO2 emissions, we've got 20 to 30% increase in fuel efficiency. And we, even when you offset the increased price of, of, of diesel uh, versus gasoline, uh, over the course of a year, a consumer is still going to save about 15% on their fuel bill. So 15% savings in today's economy, that's still a pretty good story. I imagine that you're going to use us in the media to help get that story out there. You know, how, how are you trying to make sure that at this press event, the media walks away with the right message? It's all about keeping them on message and keeping all their marketing elements on message. So this is really kind of the first foray in our, in our marketing message. We've got a we've got a, a, a microsite up that's starting to tell that that blue tech story, starting to tell the diesel story by interacting with the national press, even the international press in a forum like this. We start to get the consumer benefits, the technical specifications, that's going to hit the, 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 the weekly newspapers and the, and the buff books. So against the backdrop of those stories hitting, then we start to dial up our marketing so that when we hit the market introduction in the fall, we'll have kind of primed the pump with some of these press activities. Then when you add in uh, microsite, we've got direct mail campaign to educate consumers through CRM act activities, and then we can go into our more traditional launch in the fall. Some environmentalists, as I'm sure you're aware, hate diesel. I don't care how clean you get it, they're against it. Is that a concern amongst your, your buyer group uh, in terms of getting them to realize that diesels can be clean? 
Well, we understand that there's some there's some legacy with diesels and some misperceptions. So not only do we have a technical story to tell, which is sort of difficult in and of itself, we've got some of the leg legacy perceptions about diesel. Sort of this isn't my dad's or my granddad's diesel uh, that's that's smoky and that's that's loud. So kind of re-educating consumers on all those benefits is going to be a challenge. First and foremost, we're going to have to educate the press and. The, the fact that uh, diesel is just a terrific solution. It's not just about hybrids. Uh, 50 state clean diesel is a fantastic story. It's a fuel efficiency story. In fact, if a third of light vehicles today were, were, um, were blue tech uh, clean diesels, uh, we'd save about 1.4 million barrels of oil a day, so, which is about what we import from Saudi Arabia. So if you start to aggregate kind of the impact of, of what 20 to 40 percent, 20 to 30 percent uh, savings translates into, it starts to add up to some, to, to, to some big numbers. So the upside promise is there, the value story is there, the CO2 story is there. So all this, the elements of the story are there, the chapters if you will. Now we just have to get it out there to the consumer. I asked Jeff this question, but I'll ask you too. How do you measure the impact of this event in terms of what you really want to get out of it? One of the metrics is, is, is online buzz, so we, we, we monitor sort of blog sites, we monitor websites, what kind of positive feedback do we get from that, and ultimately the number of articles that we get that start to talk about, about blue tech and diesel, because like I said before, uh, blue tech awareness is about at zero, so we're starting at a zero baseline, anything that we deliver is, is above that baseline, so the metrics for us kind of in the press world is the, the online buzz activity that we get through blogs and through the chat rooms and then ultimately the articles that we're going to see come out of this. And how do you benchmark yourselves against other automakers? Obviously our, um, Audi's going to be coming out with diesel soon, Volkswagen as well. How do you make sure that you're getting your message out above theirs? Well, given that we've got the history with, with diesel and we used to have a, such a robust history in the United States where, where not long ago almost 80% of the sales in this country were diesel. So uh, we, have, we have the history, we've got the heritage, now we've reinvented that, that, that legacy and bought clean diesel uh, in, sort of into the modern world and delivered all, those, all, the, all that value. So we obviously want to make sure we get the credit for it and not cede any of that momentum to the Audis and BMWs of the world. So that's why... Uh, uh, we have the advantage of being, of being first. We're going to get out there in, in the fall with a three-truck lineup. Uh, we've conscientiously waited and not done a bunch of sort of greenwashed marketing in advance of, of launching the vehicle. Ultimately, once we have the vehicles to deliver, that's when we're really starting the dialogue with consumers. And next year, the sort of the green story gets even better as we introduce both uh, hybrids, but ML450 and the, uh, and the S400 will come next year. So it starts with clean diesel, it moves into hybrids next year, and we've got a whole array of technologies that, that speak to the green movement and, and, and we're there kind of in, in a leadership position as Mercedes-Benz around the world. What's your gut feeling? Which do you think is going to emerge for your brand at least as the dominant technology, hybrid or diesel? Well, it, so, so it, this is going to be a long race and if you, it's kind of the, uh, hybrids have the early lead and, and diesels are kind of coming in against some, some market conditions that may be difficult. I don't think anybody has the crystal ball that say hybrids versus diesels um, and some, some absolutely new technologies once you get into electric vehicles, plug-in hybrids. So there's a whole array of technologies that are going to be coming into the market over the next five and ten years. Our approach is going to be 
we're going to have competencies in each of those. So we're not putting all of our eggs in the Bluetech basket. We've got Bluetech clean diesels. We've got hybrids because that's a terrific solution. They'll come next year. Uh, and then beyond that, between fuel cell and electro vehicles, it's, uh, it's any man guess as to which one's going to win, which is why we're putting our, our eggs in a, in a, in a, into a, a portfolio approach. Anything I missed here? Anything that you'd like to talk about of, of particularly marketing uh, your Bluetech 50 state diesel and having an event like this? Uh, consumers are getting more critical. So j just saying green any anymore doesn't quite cut it. The, the term greenwashing is starting to become prevalent and you're reading it in articles. And so you have to be authentic. You have to have a real story. Consumers, I think, are, are starting to discern when people are just talking green and not delivering green. We think with Blue Tech, we've got a, a, a terrific story that, that uh, delivers on so many fronts, economy, emissions, uh, efficiency. So we've got that great story that we think absolutely passes the authentic authenticity test, both, both for the markets and for what our consumers demand. And, and ultimately, you know, for Mercedes-Benz customers, Bluetech is all upside. It's got that low-end torque that, that U.S. customers absolutely love. So we've got the torque of a, of a V8 uh, with the emissions of, of a four-cylinder. That's a pretty compelling value proposition that we think people are going to understand. Steve Cannon, thanks so much. All right, thank you.